1: episode number 56 of BNI The Australian Story. My name is Veronica here on the not-quite-so-sunny Mornington Peninsula in Victoria and we're here with our co-host Mr Brent Edwards. Hi Brent.
0: Hi V. how are you today? Uh, With lockdowns and everything going around the country it's a bit weird but um, lucky we're uh, we're back on Zoom in some areas of the world but uh, the guy we're speaking to today, they've been out celebrating, we'll talk about that shortly but uh, you know, uh, I noticed a couple of things to this week, actually. I was making a couple of errors this morning. I'm not Zoom fit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as I was last year. But uh, we're getting through it anyway. And, uh, you know, we'll just move on the growth thing about what we do in B&I. We just keep pushing on regardless, don't we?
1: We do. And, you know, something, that's one thing I've learned not to ask anyone in Victoria. How are you? Because, um, obviously, you know, we are in lockdown. And the crazy thing is... Every time you talk to someone, you forget that not everybody lives in Victoria. I mean, even our guest today comes from a state that is still enjoying some, you know, natural freedom, which is what we were used to before this crazy thing happened.
0: Absolutely. We're Actually, we're not missing much here, not being outside anyway, because it's been bloody cold the last two weeks. But, uh, you know, that's that's what we've got here. But uh, um, why, before we move on, I just want to... Uh, Obviously, thank BNI Australia for supporting our podcast ongoing. So uh, if you're not a BNI member and you're uh, listening to this, just go and check out BNI Australia at bni.com.au. And I'd like to talk about something we're doing for new members. I don't know if we've mentioned this over the last couple of weeks, but we're doing the new member on-ramp sessions every week, which, uh, and it's designed to actually, it's a workshop that's under two hours and it's designed as a new member's first call to help get the poss- fastest possible results from your BNI membership. So uh, new members, old members can do it. And uh, for BNI members, just go into uh, events, which is under my network on BNI Connect, and you can book in for one of the sessions. And uh, we've been getting, oh, uh, around about 50 people per week on it. So it's been excellent and the feedback's been great. And that obviously leads into BNI Business Builder and doing member success program. But uh, if you want fast results, Get on to the new member on ramp. It's great.
1: Well that is outstanding um, even though people are a bit Zoom fatigued. Uh, it, do, it means that we, we're not stopped even though you know we know that COVID is still around it doesn't stop us from turning up to do good business with each other and supporting each other and that is one thing that um, I just wanted to mention today and a big shout out to all of the BNI members that are supporting Other BNI members, I went for a walk along the beach. I had a one-to-one with another member. Here in Victoria, we can't go out of our 5K zone. We can go as two people, we have to wear masks. So we went to a spot that was within our our 5K range. We had a one-and-a-half-hour conversation while we got on uh, some exercise. And to be honest with you, Brent, I've got to say I came back to the podcast today feeling vastly different to what I did when I woke up this morning. I came back with a pep in my step, um, uh, you know, feeling very, very excited about my business again just because I got to have a conversation with someone within my BNI network who reminded me about the importance of my business. Um, we talked about different ways that I could pivot in my own business and obviously the way that um, we could pivot in theirs is... I pivot! Just, pivot! So pivot! But it's just so, <laughs> it's so important. So, you know, for those, those members who are looking after other members, sometimes it's just a one-to-one. We do it every week anyway, but it means more than ever to some members at certain times.
0: I love the walk and talk one-to-one. I reckon it's a brilliant thing. And you can get some fresh air, get some exercise, and uh, you know even even going on a walk and talk down to a coffee shop and grabbing a coffee and and back it's uh, it's great. I like the walk and talk and uh, getting out gets fresh air out of lockdown is is really good and and build those relationships where you know normally you wouldn't think you'd be able to.
1: Well, that's right. And I think that this podcast is also another opportunity for us to, well, not so much walk, but definitely talk. So why don't you do the honours and uh, introduce our special guest today?
0: Well, we do have a uh, a special guest today and we're going to Brisbane today. Now, I'm going to have to ask uh, Joe when we get to him, uh, was it a big night in Brisbane last night? With uh, as we're recording this, they got announced as the host for the Olympics Woo-hoo! in 2032. So I don't know if Joe's got a sore head like uh, most of Brisbane because they could go out and party unlike us. But uh, our guest today is um, Joseph uh, Bobadilia. So I think I got that right. I got the thumb, thumbs up. So Veronica, you haven't let me down with that one. <laughs> and Joseph's uh, business French. is Brown Fox Media House. And uh, he's a video production person, and he's in BNI Leaders in Brisbane. So welcome Joseph to BNI, The Australian Story Podcast. Thanks welcome. so
2: much, Brent and Veronica. It's really good to finally be here. I know we've missed each other a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, but it's a pleasure to, to be here today.
1: I just need, I just need to say that um, no one can see uh, our guest, Joe today, but he is using a Sony a6500 camera and the picture quality is outstanding it's literally television quality so just putting that out there if anyone wants to look really good in a podcast the sony a6500 does the job
0: i, I tell you what as joe is the best looking podcast guest we've had yeah, absolutely picture wise and audio quality i can i can even remember it He's, he's making us look like chumps here over, over Zoom at the moment. That's all why I'm not taking
1: ge- a screenshot. That's, I'm not taking <laughs> a screenshot today because we all look so bad compared to you.
0: <laughs> now, now, Joseph, Joseph, wasn't a big night in Brisbane last night, or did you just uh, lay
2: low while we are taking video? Maybe? Well, actually, I was my wife's a teacher and I was accompanying her last night at a, a big arts presentation at the school. So I actually found out about it because they announced it from the stage during between a string ensemble and a percussion ensemble so it wasn't really a super climactic event when I heard about it but uh, I was pretty excited nonetheless so and then I had to go home have a have an early night so (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't as exciting
0: as when Sydney got it because I I think they had some you know a whole lot of players where you know Brisbane got it and no one else really wanted it so Brisbane got it We're 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 happy for them, nonetheless, and uh, you know it's twelve. Um, What's it? Eleven years off. It's eleven years off. It's going to be up there. So um, the good thing about that is they'll invest in some uh, infrastructure and all that around around that, and the city will benefit from it. And uh, we have a really big B and I presence in Brisbane also, with uh, with lots of chapters uh, around the Brisbane area and the Goldie uh, just down from there. So we ask all our um, guests today, Joe, uh, how'd you find about Find out about b and when and
2: where, and, uh, and what made you want to join? Yeah, so I've been in Brisbane only for two and a half years now. I actually moved down from central Queensland. Yeah, I'm from Rockhampton. And funny enough, a videographer friend of mine who was also from Rocky told me about the concept because I just moved to Brisbane, like I just said, but I was also brand new to business, just decided to make a big faith leap and start a business in a brand new city and I actually met him throughout the year. And he said, Hey, come along to check out this thing I go to in the mornings. And I went into it because, you know, trying to find out how to run a business, what actually needs to be done in order to stay in business and not having a job and getting things getting a bit desperate. I sat in the room and it was actually, we were both visiting another chapter on the North side, which is and uh, BNI Aurora and back then in early 2019, I just looked around the room, saw 50 odd business owners sitting next to each other and talking and a buzz and energy. And I just went, I had no idea about what B&I was. I'd never heard of it. Never heard of the concept of in-person networking like we do. But as soon as I saw it, it made sense. Like I went, I thought to myself, obviously something like this has to be good. It has to have existed. Like, and as soon as I saw it, I almost joined, <laughs> but because Aurora was about an hour away from where I lived at the time, I ended up looking through spending the next couple of months, finding another chapter that might've been a bit closer to home. And yeah. So in the end I ended up joining leaders, which is where I am now. Yeah. No, oh, right.
0: And where does uh, leaders usually meet?
2: We've had a couple of changes since COVID, but currently, and we, we always were a West end chapter in Brisbane and we still are. So we've returned back pretty close to where I first, uh, first joined up in 2019. Yeah. In the West end. So, I believe b and is
0: actually in Rockhampton and you never heard of it there? No,
2: I, no, never heard of it. And like I said, being brand new to business, I had not even known about, I'd heard of networking as a concept of going to events, going, you know, having different dinners or whatnot, but I had no idea that it could be structured. I had no idea that it was, you know, it could be effective the way that I found out over the last two years just yeah. crazy isn't it
1: it really is the best kept secret mm. and what blows my mind is when i meet people who who come to meetings not because they've been invited by members but because they were just googling networking and bni comes up so there's obviously people out there who really value networking and yet they have never heard of one of the or the best networking organization in the world it blows me away mm.
0: And they go, how long's this been going on for? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: I was blown away. I had no idea it'd gone for thirty odd years. Twenty three in
0: Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So um and um I sorry if I I missed uh, Dylan Weber. That's right.
2: Yeah, Dylan is a mate of mine who is also from Rocky, and he's in BNI Wharf, which is also in Brisbane. So yeah, that's how I've heard about it.
0: Oh, fantastic! So you joined in uh, November two thousand and nineteen, Yeah, really started to get a foothold in the chapter, and then uh, then uh, the world changed, as we all know. Yep. So so how did that how did that work for you being in a
2: brand new business? So like I was saying, being a brand new business owner and actually trying to come to an understanding of what that actually meant at the same time as being in a new city, not really knowing anyone. I'm just really, I feel real blessed that I actually joined at the time that I did. So in November, 2019, obviously COVID hadn't quite kicked in into what we know it as now what's happened since then. But I'd just been able to build enough of a relationship base that when things really started to take a turn in March and April last year, I felt like I had some people around me that was a bit more of a support network than that I would not have had nearly, I would not have had nearly the amount of support that I had when when we all went through it together. And so having that network and obviously being a business owner, I'm understanding just every day you have to be on your toes. You know, pivot is obviously the key word, but just being adaptable. <laughs> and I managed to, I suppose, I don't want to say pivot, but I managed to actually identify something as almost a desperation kind of move. But now looking back, it's what really helped me to, to not just stay in business, but to grow. And that was to kind of also help my own chapter out by doing a, a, you know, a very particular offer I had at the time, just to help me get some some traction, some work, just anything come out of it. And as a result, I feel like that not just helped the people in my, my own chapter through the videos we helped to create for them. But it also in turn started to you know begin the word of mouth throughout COVID, especially when people were realizing we can't meet. We need to be able to tell people what we're doing. What How do we show that we're still in business? People don't know, so, especially in the early months of the COVID season when it was very uncertain. No one had really had any idea what was really going on. But to be able to use the video skills I had to tell people allow people to tell others that we're still in business we're still operating here's how we're doing it and as a result uh, yeah to 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 really bring it to a I suppose a a point is that really was the only thing that helped me stay in business being in BNI and
0: and you've managed and you've uh, I see you've managed to scale uh, moving out of a home office into a premises with staff and all that now Um, just so like we might have new members who who come into BNI listening to this, and hopefully we do. Um, how does that? You know, obviously you're, you've you've um, built your network now, and you've got the confidence of your group during that time, and now you're getting them actually referring you outside the group to your network for business. Um, how how does that journey just start? Like, um, can you sort of explain to us? Was was it your uh, the members of your chapter using your services? Um, for themselves to build up that confidence before they refer you before they can refer you on to people you know how did those sort of how, how did that journey go through
2: that i suppose that does sum it up in terms of because i'd only known most of them for about three to four months and outside of a, a couple of coffee one-to-ones here and there you know they wouldn't have seen too much of how i actually worked so that gave us an opportunity I suppose for myself to show how we, how I worked and to build a real trust because, you know, I know that BNI is not, it's not about selling to the room. I understand that as a concept, but in that time, I was able to at least show my own chapter. This is what I do. This is how I feel I can help during this time. And as a result, you know, seeing how the results of it as well, you know, the, the ways that those videos ended up helping the businesses we worked with, it just, I feel like it actually did really build trust in that season. And, uh, you know, it wasn't, again, it wasn't about taking advantage or anything. It was just, this is what I knew what to do, how to do, how I could help, how I could help people, you know, get better at Zoom, you know, communicate better online, just different things I could value add as well. And over time, I feel like we are, you know, past that now, obviously, and just have, that was definitely foundational. That was, yeah, I hope that answers the question, but that was, that was a foundational Yeah, Yeah, thing.
0: and you're exactly right. You're not about selling to the room within B&I, but it does help if some of the members know your product or service and use your product or service to, to give you some credibility. And then they they talk to the other members of the chapter and they say, hey, Joe did this for me. It's fantastic. Or, or they'll share your work around the group and everyone go, wow, how good's that? And then they feel... Um, people who might have been on the fence and you may not have had credibility with, even if they don't need you for their for their services, they might say, "Hey, I've I've seen how Joe works. How great he is! He's a good member of our group. I'm, I feel comfortable now after seeing this. Referring him because if people don't mm. know how you work and know how good you are, you know they're taking a risk in referring. Yeah. And we find that with a uh, with a lot of people and new members, they'll come in and say, "Okay, I've paid my membership. Bang." Uh, bring you the referrals. Well, you know, it doesn't work that way. People have got to, you know, when you give a referral, you give away some of your reputation. Absolutely. And if someone Absolutely. does a, a, a great job, fantastic. And it enhances your reputation and you've solved that person's problem. And that's great. But if someone does something a bit flaky or or, or not, or doesn't deliver what was expected, that can, that can hurt your reputation as well. And, and obviously damage that relationship. So People are really protective of their reputations in our organisation uh, through this. So, you know, getting, uh, getting some groundwork and, and, a, and a great tip for some of our listeners too, you know, if you want to get some of your, uh, some of your members to use your services, give them a, some sort of trial to try it out, you know, a taster as such so they know you're good and um and then they can get the ball rolling and the testimonials going and the reputation grows from there so you know and even probably you know uh, even in the video in the video realm you probably only did some short stuff with some people to uh you know to get them going and give them a taster and uh and then they rolled with it from there
2: yeah and i yeah following on through that like like i said it was it was that balance of making sure that you know i could also still survive but also provide the experience and what I feel like I managed to do now looking back was actually provide, to be honest, a very full service. I wanted to make sure that people could understand what it meant to work with Brown Fox. And obviously that's still evolving over time, but, and, and it was almost, almost free. (laughs) So it was, it was definitely one of those things where I feel like I was able to, yeah, to kind of build some credibility during that time without forcing people to buy something, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's
0: an investment. It's an investment in social capital. What do you think, B?
1: Well, just something, um, what Joe is saying is right, and I saw it a lot within a lot of chapters last year, is that, you know, sometimes people get a professional toothache where they're forced to do something for their business, and that happened to a lot of businesses during COVID, especially in Victoria last year. And I think with someone like Joe, who's generously um, offering a service of such a really high-quality Uh, at a a really reasonable price, people automatically took him up up on the offer before they got the toothache. You know, they're they're looking at doing something for their business, helping their business, creating a video, um, you know, creating marketing assets and material, which they probably wouldn't have done if they didn't really have to. But they had an opportunity to do it because someone was offering it and they also, in in the spirit of giver's gain, got to help Joe, a new member, sustain his business, trial his products, create trust, and in the meantime, get all that value back in their own business. And I think that's something that a lot of businesses have benefited by. So as much as it came out of a lot of trauma, in Victoria especially, um, it, was, it wasn't was the worst-case scenario. A lot of businesses hit the ground running when uh, when we opened up again and then we closed again and then we opened up and then we closed again. Okay.
0: Professional toothache, I haven't heard that one before.
1: Oh, I've got a few of them too, Bryn, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> well, this has been great chatting, Joe. What would you say to someone who's starting off in uh, in, in business uh, about B&I, about fast-tracking their business to where they need to be?
2: I mean, everything that's cliche is cliche because it's true. And I guess if you can look <laughs> past the fact that I'm going to say it's building real relationships, like that was the first piece of advice that someone told me before I got into business. And I'm glad they said that to me before saying, get good at your craft or all the things that do come with it. But I would spend as much time learning how to build real relationships, not coming into a, an organization like B&I looking for, like, yes, it's part of building a business. That's why we do it. It's business networking, international, But the relationships that come out of it is the things that's going to keep, going back and also not just not just within bni but just building your own business like what i've learned outside of any any fiscal benefits is that i have i know a person for everything just about and if i don't know them within my own chapter i'll know someone who knows someone and that one to two degrees of separation from virtually everyone in my city has made being a business owner quite a different story, I'm sure, as if if I hadn't if I hadn't spent time building these relationships. So, that would be my first tip. <laughs> Success.
0: Oh, fantastic, and that's great. And um, you know, being a problem solver for people and putting them in touch with the best with with their best service providers and going into one of our groups with that attitude of um, being able to solve people's problems because you have this great network. It all comes back to you. Um, and, and I, I fully agree with that. Um, Joseph, it's been great to actually um, to talk to you today. Uh, unless there was anything else you wanted to add, uh, how about you give uh, Brown Fox a, a bit of a plug with your website
2: or something? Sure. Thanks, Prince. So we have a little bit of an online presence at www.brownfox.com.au. And yes, we help businesses with their video production basically based in brisbane but happy to connect with anyone anywhere else because we actually would love to form more of a network with other creatives in other states just in case we need to yeah to have some collaboration interstate as well so awesome okay great opportunity uh
0: to connect with uh joseph on uh B&I connect as well so uh, through that collaboration. A lot of people do that. Thank you very much for being with us on BNI Australian Story Podcast this week, Joseph.
2: Thanks so much, Brent and Veronica. Such a pleasure.
1: Thanks, Jay. Um, What a fantastic reminder of uh, the way that BNI is supporting members. Um, what a fantastic reminder. I just, I love these stories, Brent. Every time we hear and I know that we're sick of hearing about COVID. I certainly am. I know you are, and I'm sure, Steve, our producer is as well. But it is with us, and I think it has really magnified how important these relationships are, and how important BNI has been to all of its members.
0: I like to say attitude is everything. And if you if you if you come in this with the right attitude, you can't control what's going on around you.
1: Yeah. If you've
0: got the right attitude about it, and you control your reactions, and we all get down. We all get down with it. We all get down the dumps, but we just got to give ourselves a a foot up the arse and say, "Come on, get going!" Yeah, we can't hang around too much, and uh, and you know, change our attitude towards it and make the most of it. And say, "Okay, well, uh, this has happened. Okay, how's what's going to be the best result for us? What can I get done that's going to help me uh, down the track?" That sort of thing. And those people who did that are reaping the rewards now
1: yeah uh so i was um talking with a member today who who actually left me a voice message and he said something really interesting he said it's business as usual in an unusual way And it it isn't that fantastic because that really encompasses how we're doing it in bni we are it's business as usual we've been able to stay open when other businesses across the world and and organisations across the world have had to stop what they're doing, we've been able to keep it as business as usual in an unusual way. I like it. Yeah. So my question for you today, you've covered off a lot of it at the beginning of um, the podcast, but just very quickly, what is the difference between MSP and our new member on ramping?
0: Uh, Well, Member Success Program is our our compulsory uh, course that we'd like everyone to do on BNI Business Builder. Uh, we did used to have an online version of that member success program, but it was doubling up on a lot of things we do during MSP. And, and we, the Business Builder version is the gold standard and it's what's required for people uh, to complete and then they get rewarded with a feature presentation of their chapter. But what we'd like new members to do is to come on to the new member on-ramp in their first couple of weeks of membership at least and they'll get a fast track. On uh, what they need to do, uh, how to log on to Business Builder, how to do a weekly presentation quickly, and it's it's just quick fire, um, a fast track to get all the all the pieces of the BNI puzzle together, and then you can go on there um, into Member Success Program on BNI Business Builder and really hone your craft and make all the information stick.
1: That's fantastic, thank you. I'm sure that that'll um, clarify a lot for members who are coming on board, and also just you know how much value there is within the BNI membership. What is your tip for success today?
0: Uh, tip for the week. I'd like to talk about unusual professions or categories. So, we've had some really unusual professions come to join BNI over the years. I've been in there, and on face value, sometimes you look at these unusual professions and you say yeah, I don't know how B&I will work for you. So I'd like to share you a story of one such from a few years ago. And this is a business who was a sheet metal manufacturer who showed up at a visitors' day at one of our chapters and really keen on B&I and the concept and obviously could see how it would work for him. And I'm thinking, oh, how are we going to find you referrals? Because we were very, you know, we weren't sort of, um, you know, driven towards that. Like when Dr. Ivan Meister started BNI, they said, if you've got an ad in the yellow pages, you have probably been nice for you. Like no one uses yellow pages now, but um, um, you know, I was thinking, I don't know how we could possibly get your referrals. So I did it, but there was a chapter where they had some uh, trades in there that could possibly work with this particular person. I directed this person to that chapter. And um, after a few months working with uh, the chapter, he got his first deal. And uh, it was a $70,000 referral. And uh, that was making supermarket shelves for a, uh, for a little company called Coles. So, um, and that come from the IT guy who was a one-man show in the chapter. So, yeah. you don't, one, you don't know um, who, you, who you know. Uh, you don't know who they know within the chapter as well. And the other tip is smart people will work out how to make this work for them. So you may think, oh, I don't think it's going to work for you. It's money of your business. A smart person who's actually looked at this and said, yeah, this looks good. I reckon I can make a go of this or I can, I can get something out of it. It's worth, it's worth my time and money. Great. So that's the tip for the day. Smart people will make B&I work
1: for them. Oh, what a fantastic story too. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you to Steve, our podcast producer. For ensuring everything runs smoothly, um, and once again, thank you to our fantastic guest, Joseph Bobadilla, and uh, of course. <laughs>
0: for- stop, stop again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've had had a chance to listen to you say it, so I'm I'm hoping I got that right then. But uh, it's always great, Brent. I really look forward to catching up to our podcast. I learn so much from you each and every week and all of your experience in BNI, so thank you for that. Thank Thank you to BNI Australia for supporting the podcast, which is supporting our members, who are the most important part of our organisation. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you again for episode number 57.